you know, so many SaaS founders I talk to really don't have a full understanding of the entirety of their funnel, what they're doing to get people into the funnel, how they're converting them at each stage, and what tactics are working best for them. I talked to Mark Thomas. He's from Powered by Search, and they're doing amazing things helping SaaS companies really accelerate and optimize their funnel. He gave us some of his best tips and some major things to avoid. Check it out. Welcome to Sastery in the Making, the podcast that features the people who made the software world what it is today and the leaders who are shaping the future of technology. Here's your host, Matt Wallach. Welcome, welcome. I am Matt. Yes, you are listening to Sastery in the Making, and I am super excited to have you here. Thank you very much for coming. If you're watching, I appreciate you watching on YouTube. If you are listening, thank you very much for pulling us, pulling us up on your podcast service there. But I'm really looking forward to today's show. I am delighted to be joined by my special guest, Mark <laughs> Thomas. Mark, how you doing? I'm good, thanks. Matt, i got to commend you here. That's a lot of energy. That's probably the most energy for a podcast opening I've, uh, I've been on so uh, and a live show. <laughs> I really appreciate it. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it too. Uh, it's 7 a.m. here in Arizona where I'm based, and oh, so man. i got to get up and rock the energy right away, but I'm used to it. I love it. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, I appreciate you accommodating my time zone. I'm in the UK, so it's uh, it's 2 p.m. on Friday here. I'm I'm enjoying the Friday afternoon feeling. <laughs> well, all good, all good. The reason that I get up so early, I'm usually up about 4:30 or 5, is because I have so many clients over in the UK and the rest <laughs> of Europe. So I enjoy talking to them. I get my mornings done, and then I have the afternoon yeah. myself, which is great. That's but, cool. Uh, nice. Let me tell everybody about you, Mark. So Mark is the head of growth at Powered by Search. And these guys are awesome. I have clients who have used them and they're very, very successful at doing what they do. They are one of the world's leading SaaS marketing agencies. They help mid to late stage companies grow their free trials and demos through demand gen, SEO, and pay-per-click. They are absolute rock stars at what they do. So Mark, <laughs> once again, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, tell me what's going on with you lately at Powered by Search and what's coming up for you guys? Well, you know, we're growing like crazy uh, at the moment. So the last year has been pretty wild. Um, we hit all of our targets like very early in the year uh, nice. <laughs> and it's just carried on on that trajectory, honestly. So growing about eight to 10% a month uh, at the moment, which is, that's, that's great. Um, it feels like we're riding a rocket ship right now. Uh, and <clears throat> it's great to be welcoming all sorts of new clients, uh, people in, you know, very different industries uh, with tools, products that, you know, they're really good. They're really good at what they do. Uh, and it's, it's fun to be helping them kind of work on positioning and messaging a lot, um, as well as obviously the practical kind of implementation of SEO and PPC. So yeah, big, big, yeah, big change. Well, I think it's needed because so many companies that are getting going and uh, early stage companies, I work with a lot of them, you know, they really don't have all of their marketing capabilities down yet. They haven't quite figured it all out. And, and just hiring one person, they may know one thing, but they don't know a lot. And so somebody like you guys comes in, you're able to really change the game for them, I'm sure. Well, you know, uh, yeah, I would definitely say so. I mean, we um, we work mostly with kind of mid to late stage companies. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think I was just tweeting just before this, uh, just before we started here. And, and I was saying that most 
Most people don't need an SEO or PPC consultant. They need someone to help them work out the economics of their of their growth model, right? So uh, that's how we think about growth and, and marketing at Powered by Search. Obviously, you need you need to do the practical work of you know mm-hmm. let's get let's get trials and demos through search or or paid media, but many people just jump right to that rather than thinking, okay, well look what does it look like for us to grow? Like if we want to grow by 10%, what does that mean? If we want to grow by 50%, how does that change things? Uh, and that's, that's why we're, we're so well-respected, you know, in our, in our kind of niche is because we go, look, let's step back from implementation for a second. Think about what are the levers, the, the triggers for growth here and how can we pull the right ones at the right time? Uh, to with the right force so that they don't break. <laughs> That's amazing. You guys are awesome at doing it because you've got so much experience. I'm sure you know which levers to pull and when. But mm-hmm. what is what is predictable growth methodology exactly? What is what is that all about, and how does that help your clients? Yeah. So our whole uh, our whole agency works on the predictable growth model. We built this model. It uh it's a very very structured way of looking at really any b2b SaaS company once they hit about five million dollars in annual revenue um so what how we do this is when uh when we start working with someone we start by getting to know their product and their business very well so uh that usually means sitting down with them uh, understanding things like LTV, uh, cost of acquisition, uh, what's the payback period. Many people join us, they, they're not necessarily clear on on those metrics. Um, mm-hmm. Often the payback period is the one that really um, kind of trips people up as well uh, because it's not always clear to people that they need to think about if they invest X, how long it's going to take them to get it back, um, yep. which is totally, I, I understand it. But um we look at all of these kind of these drivers of growth uh, and say, okay, well, look, if that's true, if all of this data is working, you know, you're getting all of your data in the right place. Uh, if this model is right, which levers are we going to pull to grow? So we might say, okay, let's look at using search. And we've got a methodology for how to structure a website in an ideal way. So we call it the authority architecture. Now we go off and implement that. Um, Or if it's paid media, what are you already doing? Which networks are you seeing success on and which ones uh, are not doing so well? But prior to that, we would say, well, look, what types of fit are you hitting here? Are you because most people in SaaS think about product market fit all the time, right? They mm-hmm. say, you know, I've got to get product market fit. Product market fit is one of the types of fit. You know, we think there's there's several. So, for example, customer market fit. You know, what what is your what is your customer like? What is your uh, content uh, market fit? Is the content that you're producing right for for your market? Um, all of these kinds of things. I'm basically saying, well, look, rather than just diving right into it, let's let's take a step back here. Think about how this is really going to grow, um, not just in the next month or three months, but in the next year, right? So that's that's what the predictable growth methodology allows us to actually do is to say, let, let's structure this conversation rather than just going, hey, let's, uh, let's start anew every time. Um, Every client's different, but SaaS businesses grow 
because they acquire customers profitably and retain them for a long time. That's the that's how it works. So true. And I'm glad you brought up those metrics. And for anybody who's uh, listening and they're like, what is this LTV? What is this CAC? I have a video on YouTube, my SaaS metrics video. Go look it up. Go find my channel. You'll see the SaaS metrics video. And it's going to break down all of those mat- metrics that Mark talked about, including a couple more. But it's absolutely critical to know exactly what those are and uh, you know how you can leverage them and use them to get them bench to the right benchmarks and get them accelerated really really good so i know that you mentioned that some of these companies aren't tracking those that seems like a a, a fail for me I, you got to know that stuff especially once you start getting some traction and you're at 5 million revenue you know or more but i want to ask you what other mistakes are saas companies making in marketing what what are they doing poorly or not doing mark that's mm-hmm. really causing them some loss i'll i'll give you some like very uh common examples here so <clears throat> a super common example for marketing sites in particular so websites of SaaS companies uh is that they write copy in the same way that uh say nike would sell a pair of trainers right um so why is that a problem? You know, Nike sell a lot of trainers, right? So it's a problem because uh, SaaS businesses in B2B particular, uh, particularly, they have to target acute pain points that their customers are going to feel, right? So mm-hmm. you can you can go off and you can say, hey, be, you know, harder, better, faster, stronger with, with our SaaS product. But it doesn't mean anything. Um, not, not really. Let's say I'm, um, I'm like a dentist surgery and I want to, I want to hire, um, I want to, I want to buy a product that helps me manage my, uh, surgery. Like, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's kind of big, uh, advertising agency style copy that you could write. And let's say you've got a hefty budget. You hire someone to go off and do that for you. You're going to get like, um, you're going to get a big bill and no clients and that's because dentists uh i don't know why i'm using the dentist example but it you know it's a kind of a common thing these these bigger these bigger mid-stage to late stage SaaS companies are often um super focused around a specific uh kind of a specific niche um Mm -hmm. now they've uh they've got this uh, this kind of s- s- uh, grand copy, but it doesn't mean anything. So what you should do is you should step back and you should say, well, look, what's the acute pain that my customer is feeling? And specifically, who is my customer? Uh, that's another one. Um, and how can I address that in this copy? So uh, let me see, like a dentist, I'm just off the top of my head here. This is how we think about it. What's the problem a dentist has with their business specifically? Well, maybe they've got lots of clients but they are struggling to book, to they're suffering from uh, churned appointments and things like that. Um, maybe the clients are only paying them X amount and they want they want to be paid 3X. Uh, well, all of that is stuff that should be addressed in the copy. And so mm-hmm. few businesses actually go and do that. They, they think about, hey, you know, here's our features. But really what you should be doing is you should be saying, look, Here's your pain, and here's how our features address that pain. That's a super common example, and I I see it every single day, not just on client websites, but on SaaS websites all over the internet. 
Yeah, I'm sure. And I, I've heard that as well. And that's something we teach our, our clients right from the start. You've got to know who your target is, who your ICP is, their buyer personas, and what makes them tick. What are they striving for? What are they trying to accomplish? What do they hate? What's their worst part of their day? You got to really understand them. But I love what you're talking about here, Mark, of make sure you've got those types of pieces on your website so that they say, this is the product for me, or this is the solution for me. And they convert. Are there other things people are doing that's messing up conversions and making it so people don't convert on their website? Yeah. Oh, there's, you know, there's a, there's a huge long list, but, uh, sure. <laughs> uh, one thing I'm, I'm seeing a lot at the moment is positioning, uh, in general. So, uh, we, we look at a huge number of SaaS businesses every month, uh, and, the common the common thing with let's say over ninety percent of them is that they're positioned for a general audience. Now, mm-hmm. um, let's go back to that dentist example. Uh, uh, I always end up with one of these weird things. I did car manufacturers recently. I have no idea why. <laughs> um, uh, so, um, like, there's all sorts of dentists, right? There's like your kind of, I don't know, uh, like your orthodontist, you've got like a dental hygienist, you've got the kind of, right? That's just the, those are just the industries themselves, like the sub, yep. the subsections of the industry. But let's say you've got, you're like, um, you're like in Brooklyn, you're a base, you're a dentist based in Brooklyn. You've got a huge, huge market potentially, uh, because you're in a, a, a densely populated area versus like, I don't know, someone in rural Iowa, uh, like your dentist practice is going to be different because you're based in rural Iowa than the dentist who's based in Brooklyn, right? So most SaaS companies don't think, which one of those are we serving? Are we serving people with one dentist or with 50 dentists in their surgery? Uh, because those needs are very different. Um, the budgets are very different and therefore the economics are very different. So mm-hmm. You know, you can pay, you could probably pay a heap more to acquire one of those uh, dentists in well-populated areas than you can in rural Iowa, unfortunately. Um, Sorry, Iowa. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, so look, um, positioning is basically saying, well, look, how in our market's mind, what are the pain points and how do we solve the pains differently than all of the other possible things out there? that our clients might consider to solve this particular pain. A lot of people don't end up actually thinking about that at all and, or certainly in a kind of a focused and targeted way. And it really has an impact. You know, it causes the the copy thing that I was talking about. It causes them to end up investing in the wrong things in terms of SEO, Um, even generating quality pipeline through like, uh, you know, let's say lead magnets for M, for generating MQLs that are really mm-hmm. actually effective MQLs um, who will later convert into an SQL or, or, or a deal. Like the, all of this relies on a solid position, messaging, and then tactical work above that. That's beautiful. I completely agree. And, and I love it. A Welshman telling us about Brooklyn and Iowa. Thank you for translating <laughs> it so that I could understand the uh, analogy. I appreciate that. <laughs> Really my, impressive uh, that you're able to do that. 
Oh, appreciate it. Well, I spend like all my time thinking about North America these days. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, and I love your dentist analogy. It's funny you laugh about uh, the fact that you have a dentist analogy. Some of my most uh, commonly used analogies with my clients include a lawyer, a yeah. server in a restaurant, and a real estate agent. And uh, <laughs> for each of those, I have different analogies to help you understand sales better and how you can yeah. close software deals. I don't know how it happened, I, but it works. So uh, I kid you I totally not, you, you just described a lot of our client base, actually. So. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, okay. So do you think SaaS companies understand how to create and execute a full funnel, Mark? Uh, well, you know, uh, again, I've seen a lot of different things uh, in SaaS. Um, here's here's the disconnect for a lot of people. So, no, uh, I'll say at, at the start, many people are doing um, are doing stuff at different stages of customer awareness. So, you know, the funnels funnels are really useful concept. So, um, thinking about the kind of the actual shape of the funnel is useful. We tend to find that thinking about that those stages of customer awareness is actually more useful um, mm. in the in the kind of the long term. And and what most people are doing is they're focusing on one or two stages of that that, that customer awareness. So the the faster growing companies tend to be focused on uh, on solution and product aware. Um, and by the way, that's a good choice. So focusing, if you've never done it before, on finding people who are aware that there are solutions to their pain points and maybe are aware of your product and converting those people, that's that's probably a good investment if you've got no marketing already. Um, and that translates to, you know, bottom of funnel, really. Uh, mm -hmm. So... Um, that that's great, but then you find a lot of teams in house at uh, at SaaS companies will often be focused on acquisition. Um, but you asked about the full funnel, and the full funnel, like acquisition, is really the middle of the funnel uh, for a full funnel. So it's the top half, uh, but mm -hmm. there's a whole bunch of stuff below that. And I think, from my experience, very uh, a very small percentage of uh, SaaS founders in particular, but, you know, uh, mid, mid stage, uh, and late stage marketing teams, uh, will not think about, okay, once we've acquired them, how do we activate, how do we expand and how do we retain and get referrals for these customers? Um, mm -hmm. that that's a big, again, a big missed opportunity because, uh, and I say this from the perspective of an agency who mostly deals with up to up to activation, so we don't we we stop at acquisition ourselves. Uh, once once you get past that stage, that's when the like the real kind of levers of growth take off. So we stop at acquisition because our whole thing is let's send you the right fit customers. Uh, so that you can go off and you can work out the activation and the retention because it'll it'll be a natural thing. Mm -hmm. But again, it's not it's not always as plain cut uh, as clear cut for people because they are often thinking about let's get the high volume, a hundred good fit customers uh, versus you know a thousand poor fit customers. You'd have to check the economics, 
but I bet it would be the hundred uh, hundred right fit uh, customers that would be the ones for you. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. You got to have the perfect fit, right fit customers to be able to work. What, what do you see, Mark, are some of the best, most effective ways for generating leads for SaaS companies today? What are you seeing as some of the best growth tactics? Yeah, I'll give you a really uh, recent example. Um, we, so we uh, are very much against the idea that the MQL is dead. So that's a very popular thing to say in SaaS marketing these days. Um, uh, there's a couple of kind of, you know, very notable LinkedIn personalities saying that M the MQL is dead. I think it's rubbish. Uh, I totally um, agree. And look, the reason, the reason that most uh, SaaS companies are not making, are not seeing the benefits of the MQL is because they're thinking about it as like a metric versus a stage of awareness or a, a stage in the life cycle of a customer. So mm -hmm. an MQL should be thought of as the point where a person has said, okay, I know you, I like you. And I'm giving you like permission to tell me more. It's not uh, not the point where you pass somebody off to sales just because they filled in a form to lead, you know, to download a lead magnet, right? Mm -hmm. um, you might mark them as an MQL because they filled in a form to download a lead magnet because you know hopefully your lead magnets are targeted to a specific pain point that they feel at the stage of awareness that they're at. So. Give you an example here we recently created a uh, a lead magnet for one of our clients who is in financial planning management so um, they help financial advisors manage their businesses now um, we were very aware that one of the pain points that they had was that they were um our clients customers were basically they wanted to grow their businesses but um and to do that, you need to get more assets under management. So you need to get more people basically investing with you. Mm -hmm. So we created a guide to help uh, to help financial planners scale their AUM, that's assets under management, by five to fifteen percent. And we said it like that in the on the lead magnet download page, right? That's not that's not particularly innovative in itself because basically sure. it's saying, hey, we know what the problem is. Here's how you fix it. What what really killed it for us and for our client at the end of the day was that um, most people will uh, then, once you filled out the form to say, hey, um, I want to see this guide, they will, uh, the the product will show you like uh, just a PDF in a, in a browser window. That's the wrong thing to do. Um, it's a missed opportunity. So what we do instead now is we, uh, we say, okay, um, your guide will arrive in your inbox in about five minutes um, because you've given us your email. It'll be emailed to you. But uh, while you're waiting, um, here's, and we basically say, here's how you can take the next step. So here's a video, a demo of our product in action uh, and how it can solve this particular problem for you. Um, and then we put a demo booking form on the kind of like the right hand side of that um beautiful lead mag lead magnet thank you page uh um we saw um we saw mql to sql conversion rate grow significantly like 15 percent um awesome. uh, just by just by doing that so 
It's an old-fashioned, like, unsexy thing to do to create a lead magnet, uh, you know, and then say, hey, uh, thanks for downloading our lead magnet. Here's another thing. But look, you know what's sexy? Uh, revenue. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no kidding. Um, and uh, and when, you get, when you get good fit uh, leads who have a conversation, many of our businesses uh, that we work with are – um, still driven by like a sales team at the end of the process. So it's, you know, we, it's not always like product led. Um, when you get good fit leads and you pass them off to your sales team, like revenue happens and growth happens. And that's, that's ultimately what's working. Absolutely. And just to make sure everybody out there understands the terminology, lead magnet is a guide or a document mm-hmm. or something of value you're sharing in, in exchange for usually an email. So it basically is a way to generate a bunch of emails from your market because you're giving them some value back. And it's a really invaluable tool to be able to use a lead magnet or have a few of them. Uh, in our business, we have a few ourselves. But it's something that a lot of SaaS companies kind of miss out on and, and don't take advantage of. They either don't use that as a strategy or they don't know how to convert people from that. I love this idea of, hey, let's set up a thank you page where you have you know, a booking form right next to it showing them that, hey, this is the next step. You can, you can get the help that you actually need. That's fantastic, Mark. I absolutely love it. Appreciate now, this, is, this has been a lot of fun. I've learned a lot. And uh, it's great that we're able to share this. I hope everybody else has also learned. I want to make sure our audience can can get in touch with you if they need to. How shall our audience learn more about what you and uh, you guys are doing at Powered by Search? Uh, two things. Firstly, we have a blog uh, where we share everything. We share all of our playbooks openly. You could read that blog and basically implement our whole methodology without ever talking to us if you wanted to. Uh, so you can go to poweredbysearch.com forward slash blog. Uh, I also tweet a huge amount about what we're working on, um, ideas that we're they're developing, uh, and also you know uh, good examples of SaaS marketing. So you can follow me or just check out my Twitter. It's I am Mark Thomas. That's Mark with a C, just like my name says on the uh, tag here. If you're watching live, uh, so uh, there you go. Awesome, and we'll make sure we put that in the show notes as well, so you guys can get to all that fun stuff. But Mark, this has been terrific. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate it. I've had a blast. Thanks so much. It's been great. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. And and thank you all for coming. I appreciate you being here. Make sure you are subscribed. Hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any other amazing tips from leaders and creators like Mark. That'll get you set so you'll be ready to rock and roll and get your growth leveled up. Thank you for coming. We'll see you next time. 